0: Hello and welcome to the first Sportscast Spotlight. Um, today we have got a racing driver, Jack Butel, on the show. Um, how are you doing, Jack?
1: Yeah, I'm good, thank you.
0: Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Um, we'll go straight into the questions to know a bit more about you and your background and how you got into racing in the first place. Uh, so that is the first question. What made you first interested in racing
1: yeah so how it started was basically my dad's was a ferrari mechanic uh, by trade so he used to love watching the f1 and and stuff like that so i used to watch the f1 with him and then just kind of wanted to see what it was like and then at 14 i uh, managed to get my own go-kart started racing around Seoul, and, and really got hooked into it and then yeah one day we went up bully bay posted it on YouTube and next minute I got an offer from Formula Renault to go test one of their cars. So it was a pretty quick considering I'd only been doing it for two years. Um, and yeah, it just turned around and yeah, it's gone upwards since then. How how was that for you? That
0: how quick it went from one day you were bully bait and then you got an offer. How how quick was that? And were you surprised?
1: Um massively surprised. Like you you never expect you put it on YouTube and never expect that you're gonna get anywhere and I had this guy on Facebook never thought anything of it and next minute I got an asked do you want to come test and yeah we, we led from there and yeah now we ended up in in the touring cars it's uh yeah a bit surreal.
0: Yeah yeah um do you have someone that you look up to maybe in the F1 world that you aspire to be like maybe?
1: Yeah I think I still think like the Nigel Mansell's and and, and the old old kind of drivers and even the Jensen Buttons, I yeah. um, still inspire to be like. Um, even Lewis, I mean, for him to be able to do what he's done consecutively, even though he's got the best car, you've still got to perform. Yeah. And, and do that. And he showed by getting that Sports Personality Award, it, it wasn't just a fluke. Um, but even going back to like Mansell and and Ayrton Centre, you still inspire That how they drove them cars back in the day. It's, yeah, it's iconic. And even I get trained by Greg. So I get to see all the history that Nigel's done and Greg tells me everything and it's, yeah, it is amazing.
0: So do you take things that maybe Nigel would have done back then and watch his races even and take it into your performances now?
1: Yeah, massively. I even still look at some of the races on YouTube, See what how he was defending. See how he was overtaking. Just little things from every individual, from Lewis to Jensen to even to um, Nigel. It's every every little bit. Has, everyone has a different type of driving, but you pick up and and try learn and and figure out a way to be able to progress and and do more.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, going back to start again. Do you remember your first kind of race? once you were signed on and how were you feeling up to it and how did it go?
1: Yeah, it was uh pretty nerve wracking, I must yeah, admit. Yeah. It was yeah, pretty small grid. I think we had twelve of us on the grid. Um but yeah it was it was quite nerve wracking. We had um Pietro Fittipaldi was the person on our grid at the time. Obviously now he's driving an F1. So you can tell how competitive it was by then but yeah, it was the first time driving like an aero car, proper grip, proper power. Yeah, it was, um, I remember just sitting on the grid thinking, what the hell am I doing yeah, here? Yeah. It was uh, yeah, a very, very weird experience, but for many more that I can uh, take on board.
0: Yeah, was it kind of like a pinch yourself? You trained to get here, now you're here, now you need to go. Yeah,
1: Massive, Just you never expect, obviously, it was a dream and like i i said to another person i'd teach i help one of the little people up at go-karting like if you if you want to do it just keep achieving it and keep believing that you'll do it and hopefully it, it will get there and that's what i did and i um yeah i managed to get to where i'd like to be
0: yeah for sure um obviously careers in any sport you have highs and lows um what would you probably say is your low point so far to this point?
1: Um, I probably would have said 2019 um, in the Aston was probably my lowest point that I've had. We just weren't having a good year with the car, With just it kept failing, we had mechanical problems and then when we the car was right, I just personally wasn't performing to that high end that I needed to be and that was due to all the problems that I had with just the car not being great. I then took it into the following weekends and, and didn't really clear it from my mind. Yeah. So they were, they were some really low points as in low points as in, I didn't want to race again. Yeah. Uh, so then in November, I think it was November, October, we ended up getting a drive for Lambo, and went to Hungary. Uh, no, sorry, Nürburgring. And yeah, we came fourth in the first ever race. And then, It kind of got my confidence back. So then the next race we did with them, we got third, and then we went to Abu Dhabi and and won. So that's how it was really low. It got to the point where I was going to quit. And if it wasn't for Lamba, I wouldn't be still racing.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, is, what were you feeling at that point? Were you literally, I want to finish, or what helped you get out of that? Was it literally the next race you started to believe again?
1: Yeah, I um, like I wasn't even going to finish the season. Like We got to a stage, there was like two races left and I sat down with my manager and stuff and, and we spoke and it, yeah, it pretty much was nearly that's it, game over. Um, and then next minute, I think it was like two days later, we had a call from uh, Lambo saying, do you want to come drive? We've had a gentleman pulled out, do you want to come drive? And we were like, yeah, like, it would decide whether I continue or not. Yeah. So we did it and yeah, we, it was probably the best thing I could have ever driven yeah. at that time. And and it, yeah, it gave my confidence so much more. And I went into the, the next race at Aston with a different mindset and we actually did a pretty reasonable job considering the car wasn't up to the pace. Um, but yeah, if I wouldn't have done that Lambo, I probably wouldn't have been racing now.
0: How thankful you that you did do that. Yeah. I'm so thankful. Um and going to the other extreme, what has been your highlight? Is it finishing first or in that Lambo or
1: Yeah, I think it was pretty special to be able to do a twelve hour race and at the end of that class we came out first. It was uh yeah, it was very a very special moment, especially being in abu dhabi Yeah. It, um yeah, that was probably one of the the highlights. I meant I've had a couple, I've had Dubai, we won in Dubai in the LMP3, and then the one that still probably sticks in my mind is we did Donington in the LMP3 Cup, and I had a really bad year. But then I decided to do the race on my own. It was like torrential rain, yeah. um, and we ended up winning by 49 seconds. Yeah. So I've got a couple which stick in my mind, which I keep thinking back on and try to figure out what that how I was that day to to carry on in in, in the near future yeah um, but yeah it was them them three were were something special
0: you mentioned a lot of places there and how good is it that side of things as well going to different places and racing all over the world as well
1: yeah it was it's amazing it's um to be able to travel to all these different places in the world is is amazing like I never thought that I would uh, be able to go to Abu Dhabi Dubai Race on the Asmarina, go to Spa, race at Spa, like all these different tracks that you see, all the F1 boys being on the podiums and driving these tracks and Silverstone and stuff like that. You never expect to be able to to go out and race on these tracks, and yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty surreal.
0: Is there a favourite one, a, a track that you've been on that you? Really, kind of wanted to go to, and then you've ticked it off. Or and is there one that you still want to go to as well?
1: Abu Dhabi was the, the one that was on my bucket list. Yeah. Um, there is a couple more. I want to really do Monza and yeah. uh, Imola. I think, obviously, with Senna, I think Imola yeah. is such an iconic track to be able to go to and say you've raced there. Um, there is a couple more, um, but hopefully, fingers crossed, we we can get out there and do it.
0: Yeah, for sure. And like you say, keep on saying we. It, do you think F1 and motor racing, as, as much as it, you're the forefront of people's mind, how much of it is a team sport as well?
1: Oh, so much. Especially this year, we've got four cars. Yeah. So we all relate to each other. If there's something that I do on my car that I think's really good, We'll then relay it to another team, the other team member and see what he thinks. If his is reacting not as well, then we have a discussion. And with the four of us this year, I think it's going to be a really good help, especially for the development of the car. Obviously, it's only a year old. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it, it's a massive part of the, of the motorsport.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, obviously, last year was a bit of a mad year for everyone. Um, and yeah. How did that affect you and how did you adapt?
1: Yeah, it was a pretty, pretty weird year. Um, obviously, started off with uh, racing in Dubai uh, in the GT4 Merc, and we were pretty strong there. We, in the rain, we were 15 seconds quicker than any other GT4. So it looked like it was going to be a good year. And then we signed up with Lamborghini secured that and then obviously the coronavirus hit. So unfortunately the team that we were racing for went bankrupt. So we didn't have a drive. Um and then Bentley got in touch with us. Um and we pretty much signed up with Bentley. We tested down in Italy, signed up with them and obviously due to sponsorship we had to pull out. And then luckily this touring car came and and yeah we we're back in it again this year. Um yeah. it was a bit of surreal. Like obviously Touring cars are such well-known for so many famous people. To be able to then go on it, it was, uh, yeah, very, very weird. Yeah. Um, especially this year, we didn't really, hardly really got to spend any time at home. It was um, pretty much back-to-back. And then if I was at home, I was obviously self-isolating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a very weird year.
0: Yeah, sure. And do you reckon that experience of maybe different obstacles like you say sponsorship falling um the company going bankrupt how much has that helped you experience wise and um made you more aware of things can go wrong how can i uh, get back on the right track
1: massive uh, like beginning of the year i never thought i'd be racing in tory cars for nearly 2 years in a row so all you've got to do is keep your mind strong and just saying that there isn't going to be an end. And I think that's where, like I said, in 2019, we had that massive drop. Yeah. I think since then I've just always thought, well, there is going to be a future. There's, you can't, can't stop yet. It's something I've always been passionate about and I can't let it stop now. I've got to where I need to be. I just can't stop now. So yeah. that's what I kind of thought in January and February time. And yeah, and it's kind of got me to where I am now.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, what's next? What's your maybe long-term goals and even short-term goals? What's next for this year? And then what's next for after that?
1: Yeah, so this year we're racing for the ice in the touring cars, which is going to be very interesting. I haven't seen the car, haven't sat in the car. Yeah. I haven't seen the team. I don't know. Like, it's, um, yeah, it's going to be very interesting this year. So I'm very looking forward to that. We've had to push the calendar back till May, which gives us a bit more time to do a bit more testing and stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, really looking forward to that. But long term, I still want to race at Le Mans. Yeah. Le Mans has been the aim since I can really remember. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's an achievable aim. I think with the way that I'm going, with trying to get more sponsors and stuff and doing the touring cars, hopefully later in the future I can just jump across and, and do the, the Le Mans um, I've still got people asking me now to jump in and do a 24 hour and stuff like that which is which is good it, it means that I'm still still there is is, yeah, yeah. Uh, is what they say um, but yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to what the future will hold
0: for sure and one last question being from Jersey Little Island how good is it that you're out there on the big stage as well how how much could you maybe even advise others to believe in themselves that they can make it?
1: Oh, as you can imagine from Jersey, you don't really hear many people that go off. Obviously there's rugby and football and other, other sports that you do see people come up, but in motorsport, you don't really see it because there's nowhere where we can practice. Um, You've got sorrel, but that's really it. So to be able to come from Jersey and Properly say that I'm a Jersey bean and and come from Jersey. It's it's really nice to be able to to say that and and yeah, give the support to, to Jersey and go from there. And like this this little kid that I'm like sort of mentoring, I just keep telling him, just keep believing in what you do and and it will eventually come. Never give up in your dreams. That's the one thing I, that I say. I think if you dream hard enough and train and practice hard enough, anything's possible you've just got to put your mind to it.
0: And finally, what has the support been from back home as well? It's like following your journey and um, every step of the way.
1: Yeah, you it's um, obviously with the support of everyone in Jersey, it's been, we've had mixed opinions. Obviously, you're going to get that with such yeah. a high-profile sport. Um, but yeah, I think it's been, it's been good. Um, it's a lot better than I was expecting with the support I'm getting. Um, and hopefully in years to come that we can get more people to come from Jersey, get them over to the touring car race and experience the whole experience that I get. Um, there's like usually 60 to 80,000 people at every race. So yeah, it's, it's it's going to be an interesting year. Obviously with COVID, I don't know how it's going to play. If we're going to have spectators, if we're going to have full spectators, it's um yeah, it's going to be interesting.
0: Do you miss that the uh, spectators?
1: Yeah. Massively. I think it's a, a big part of of the touring cars. I think people go watch it. It's such an iconic um, sport in the in UK that everyone goes to watch touring cars. Um, so to have no spectators there this year was was very weird. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's usually a lot that we do. We do autographs and. Grid tours and, and paddock tours and stuff like that. So you're always on the move. But this year we were obviously trying to focus on no one coming in. Yeah, uh, we had our own bubbles and everything like that. It was a yeah very weird year to not have anyone there. And yeah, it was even like for my family if they came over, it was it was very hard to. Yeah, it, yeah, it was just a, a very hard year in general.
0: For sure. Thank you for coming on. Um, that's all the questions. We, I'd like to wish you good luck. Uh, I, I've been following it for a long time now, so doing a great job. So keep it up.
1: And... <laughs> Getting there slowly.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure, mate. Um, thanks for coming on.
1: No, it's not a problem at all. Thanks for having me.